is going on 302 Mafia? Welcome to season three, episode 15. It is hard to believe of 302 Birds. I am here with Mr. Jack and KJ tonight. Josh and Tommy tapping out on us. Um, look, World Series is over. Uh, no ballpark Tommy tonight. I know you guys are really upset about that. Uh, but before we jump into our first uh, segment, Jack's Weekly Collins, I do want to show these bad boys off. Uh-huh. Yeah. So check it out. We got the new ballpark Tommy. Wait, why am I not giving myself a full screen? Um, smarter, not harder. Anyway, you got the uh, 302 Birds logo right here. Ma. And uh, look at the back. Can you guys see that? Come on. You got to let a brother know. Good. Good. Yeah. You guys should check them out. They're really cool. Uh, very affordable, very comfortable. I just got mine today in the mail. It only took like a whole six days. Uh, but yeah, check out our store if you guys haven't. You got the new KJ's Court uh, shirts out right now. A ton is going on right now at 302 Birds. Big things happening. And uh, speaking of big things happening, I'm going to kick it to our boy Jack Dorden, who's got some big things happening tonight for us with the Collins. We have three, three guests tonight. Um, so yeah, thank God for no BPT. I hear it. But anyway, Jackson, take it away. Yeah, no, you can go ahead and hit that intro and then I'll introduce our, our guest tonight. What do I want when I'm in the state of Delaware? Of course, El Diablo burritos. Customer service always is serving your food with a smile on their face, asking how your day is. But their food is phenomenal as well. Their burritos are out of this world. One of the best burritos in town. Their queso is phenomenal. Their Burrito bowls are amazing as well. When you're in and around Delaware, stop by your local El Diablo Burritos and tell them that 302 Birds sent you. God bless. Go Birds. Yes, yeah, so I wanted to thank you, Luke, uh, for coming on tonight. How you doing tonight, Luke? I'm doing awesome. Luke. What's going on, KJ? What's going on, Dutchie? Luke is cracking. What's cracking, brother? Oh, my goodness. Thank, thank you guys for having me back. Of course. What do you got? What do you got for us tonight? How about these guys? Yes, sir. How about the well, six? I don't know much about it. I mean, KJ, if you want to talk about that, I, I have no. Yeah, I have sure. Um, yeah, what a great win by the Sixers they had uh, recently. Joel Embiid with fifty-nine points, a dominant performance, a career high for him. Uh, also, a career high seven blocks as well. So that was a great. Dominant game for Embiid, just owning the Jazz and uh, the trash uniforms that they have that they keep on changing every year. They change their uniforms. I swear they look horrible this year. It looks like it looks like playing straight up trash. But um, yeah, no, Embiid was dominant as heck. And, uh, I think honestly, he's got a chip on his shoulder right now. Without Harden right now, he's got to just ball out and be himself. I think he's ready. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens this year. We have uh, been disappointed. Conrad. Sorry, go ahead. Conrad. I'm just saying hi in the chat to Conrad, one of our loyal fans. All right, dickhead. Cut me off. Why don't you? <laughs> um, I told you, KJ, we want to make it four minutes of the show without cursing. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Uh, no, six are looking decent this year. I mean, we've been plagued with not making it past second round. Uh, but that could change this year. I think the Eagles have a good squad this year. Um, and, you know, midseason, we'll we'll talk about Doc, see what, see what we think about him. Uh, but I'm excited to see what they can do this year, for sure. 
Wait, which one? You said Eagles. I said Doc. No, but then you said Eagles, so. No, I did not. No, I did not. I swear, I thought you said Eagles. I swear. KJ, KJ, you know, get the, uh, get the, you know, the gunk out of here and listen, bro. Hey, well, Luke, I do want to thank you for coming on the show, bringing that question. What is your opinion, Luke, on the Sixers this year? What do you think is going to happen with this team? I mean, what are your expectations? Well, since I was on here last talking about the Sixers, um, I think that we have to get, like, hear me out, hear me out. I called it, we had to add some pieces, but. Please make it past the second round. Please, for the love of God, make it past the second round. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I agree. Oh, dang it. I want to ask about Doc Rivers. All right. Next up, we'll save Xavier for last. We're going to bring on Preston. Preston's also what been a up, long time. Boy? What's up, Preston? How are you doing, dog? I'm doing good. Hey, are, man. You, are you Philly Preston or are you just Preston? I'm Philly Preston. Hey, you know what it is? Yes, sir. So what do you, you got for us today, Preston? Dog, what do you got? He has Devonta shirt on. Um, I I wanted to ask after the Eagles losing, um, Monday night. Do you think we all like? Do you think that we just needed that one loss? Yeah, no, I agree. No, I, I think uh, that we need a loss. And, I mean, it's unfortunate that it was to our division, in our division loss. But uh, we definitely needed that loss because um, now we know what to work on. And they ate us up on the run game. Uh, Jonathan Gannon, um, I don't know what he's doing. He caught a terrible game. Shane Steichen caught a terrible game as well. Um, so, me and Carter Hart was talking about how, like, there was no energy last game. And, like, the calls they were calling doesn't make sense. Like we should have kept press, you know, bringing the press because um, we saw the, you know, sack fumble. Um, so I think that was a good loss to have. Um, I mean, now we have a better opportunity to get better for sure. Yeah, I think like with all the penalties, missed calls and everything, I think that kind of like ruined our undefeated streak. But like you said, and I said, I think we needed that lose that one game. So we can get our heads back into the next. I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm yeah. I, I think you. honestly, I mean, I was at the game. Dutch was at the game as well. Um, Jack, I don't know where the hell you were, but um, I was at the game. Oh wait, okay. you were at the game too. Yes, you I literally had a conversation with me. You literally oh, yeah, said hi to him, dog. It just, I forgot he was at the game. I totally forgot. My bad. My bad. Um, no, that was honestly, his twin brother. What's up? Yeah, I don't know why. I, I it just slipped my mind for a second. I'm sorry, but uh, honestly, yeah, it was it was a tough game to watch. I mean, the first half it seemed like, I mean, at first we seemed we seemed great, but then obviously Jalen Hurts. I mean, he let his foot off the pedal, and I mean the defense. I felt like Jonathan Gannon was honestly our team. When we went to zone defense, I think that's what really like changed the whole outcome of the game. I really do. Um, when he goes into zone defense, his team does not succeed. They can't succeed. And uh, you saw Darius Slay get burned by Terry McLaurin every single freaking play. And it was aggravating to watch, especially live there. But, um, 
yeah, I think it was good to just get the win out of the way. But um, I've said this since the beginning. I was not one of the believers saying that we were going to go 17-0. I was not one of those guys. I knew that we were going to lose at least one game. At least. Maybe a couple more. What's up? Why? Why weren't you one? Are you not a true fan? No, I'm a true fan. It's just the thing. I just saw us. I saw us losing at least a couple games. Um, I know we were successful at first, but I just saw it coming. And I didn't think it could come this quick, but um, better to have it now than, than uh, later. No, I'm, I'm 100% with that. And Philly Preston, you, young man, have my absolute respect. You are a dog, dude. That's a great question. Yep. Um, because that shows how mature you are for your age, young man. Uh, at the end of the day, you need to sometimes lose to get humbled. You need to sometimes get knocked off your block to realize yeah. who you are and what you're capable of. And I'll tell you what, a November loss is much, much better than a January loss. Um, yeah. So at the end of the day, for these Philadelphia Eagles, you lose to a team that you shouldn't have lost to. Um, you know, look at look at some of the teams that I've lost this year, too. I think that the Vikings are a good team, but the Eagles beat the Vikings and the Bills just lost to the Vikings. So the NFL, anything can happen on game day. Um, The Eagles have by far, though, been the most consistent team all season. Despite their schedule, excuse me, despite everything that they faced, uh, the Eagles have been the most consistent team in the NFL all season. So in my opinion, uh, the momentum doesn't stop here. They just kind of get humbled. Um... I got the Eagles going like 14 and 3, 13 and 4 is probably my realistic prediction. Oh, really? Because you said they're going 17 and 0 uh, a couple weeks ago, right? Look, all right, I'm off the bus now. Uh, maybe I did they, not. I did not say it. I never you was. You think that there's any the chance that they get 15 wins? Because at the end of the day, if they get 15 wins, that might be something that gets them first round bye. So that could matter. Just saying. Anyway. I mean, I have one more thing. Um, I think with all the penalties, that didn't help either, like the missed penalties. In that last play of when um Taylor Heidnicki got the flag for another that roughness, he, he was getting up right after he got down. He was, like, on one knee getting up, then Brandon Graham hit him. Like, you can't just stop mid-play to not hit him. Yeah, no, the refs missed three big calls um, that game, and one was that call you're talking about. One was the face mask, um, clearly a face mask on Dallas Goddard, and then the other call was the roughing the, you know, unnecessary roughness when the guy was clearly on the field and was nowhere on the sideline. Um, so I mean, granted, yeah, we can't really blame the game on the refs, uh, but uh, because I mean the Eagles didn't look good uh, at all all four quarters that was the worst game I've seen um them play uh so but it didn't didn't help much that the uh whatchamacallit refs were kind of calling a unfair game I would I would assume so yeah and also like um Dutch was saying how these like some teams lose to good teams and good teams lose to bad teams look at the Jets they're doing they're doing good this year yeah look at the Bills they're kind of like on a downside like look at the Rams the, the defending Super Bowl champions are less in their division. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, uh, hey, it's, it's, a, it's been a weird season for football, for sure. A team yeah, that, and who would have 
Who would expect the Seahawks leading the division? Exactly, exactly. No one. Geno Smith. Gino. No, on all seriousness, I want to thank you for coming on, uh, Preston. Hey, dog, I love that shirt. But you know what you would look – you you got to get some 302 Birds merch or we got to hook you up with some kind of a discount or something. Let me know in the Discord, dog, because yeah, you've been I'll a little fan forever and uh, you got to come back on the show. I love your energy. Thanks, guys. Give me, a God, give, me a, give me a God bless and go Birds on the way out. God bless and go Birds, baby. Let's go. That's what it is, baby. My boy. Perfect. All right. And then we're bringing on Oh, a Boston fan. Let's go. Give it to you. Give it to you. We were talking before the the show. uh, How are you a Sixers fan? And then. He's not a Sixers fan. He's all Boston. He's all Boston. Sixers, how do you lose to the Celtics? KJ, I mean, you. this is your department. Yeah, man. I remember that. That was one of the uh, – that was the first game of the season. And, honestly, I was on a Phillies frenzy right then. A lot of the city was. We were all distracted by the Phillies. Phillies should have I think all even the players. I think even the Sixers players. Series. So, honestly, I did watch some of that game. But to be honest with you, I was watching the Phillies. And, yeah, I mean, it was the first game of the season. So, we'll get you guys back. We'll come back to Stinky. The Celtics are first. We will come back to Stinky Bean Town, and we'll we'll come back up there to that horrible crowd they have up there, and we'll beat their ass. We will. So, those no, freaking You're not winning calls. any games against us this season. I'm calling it. Woo! We'll see. We will we'll be see. the one seed this year. I'm confident. Oh, God. <laughs> and I'm, well, you're not being delusional. <laughs> What do you got? Should I, give, should I give him some backup, Jack? Should I give him some backup and tag tag the next man in who I know is gonna love to talk some shit? Sure. Oh yes, yes, yes. Get get him. The other three or two players the backup. Dude, this kid sucks. <laughs> Dude, such a Boston fan. I mean, like, screw off. Like, I don't know. Red Sox suck this Get McSwirly here. Get McSwirly here, dude. Oh, God, he's never honest. stepped foot in Boston ever in his life. My never. dad's a Boston fan. Where are you from, Xavier? Delaware. What? Hey! Yo! And you aren't an Eagles fan? <laughs> No, my dad's a Patriots yeah. fan in all Boston, so he got me into sports. So, should have stayed. My dad's there. from Virginia, so. Bro, you gotta you gotta switch. No, no I can't. I've been loyal for eighteen years. Yeah, you can't switch. Now. How old are you? Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, well, but maybe. I can be honest, Patriots aren't going past the wild card. Red Sox aren't even making the playoffs, and Bruins might have a chance at Stanley Cup, but they're not making it past the second round. Oh, boo-hoo. Just like you haven't seen enough championships in your life. I feel so bad for you. You know that? Philly should have won the World Series. Schwarber could have got his ring. Harper deserved, should have deserved his ring. But the Astros had the win. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, dude. Like, the Celtics, you keep saying, I before I came on here, you keep saying, Celtics are number one. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Stuff. But, like, remember when the Celtics sucked last year and then halfway through the season they figured this shit out and came back? We can do the same thing. Also, uh, your coach Rivers. there kind of screws you up. So, um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Tatum is good, no doubt. But I don't know, man. I don't know. White's forehead is a little big to carry you guys all the way. <laughs> we'll see what goes on. That was, that was Greggy Pooh. Greggy Pooh. 
Love it. Hey, well, I want to thank you for coming on, Xavier. We're going to move on hey. to our next segment. Do you got anything you want to ask us or anything you want to say on your way out? Uh, so, Dalt, how do you think um, after that commies game, how do you think um, Darius Slay will improve after he got burned by Terry McLaurin? Do you think he'll, like, switch up his position and, like, defensive-wise? Like, you think he's going to, like, go back more and, like – yeah, that's a great question. I think um, – I don't know necessarily how much of that is on Darius Slay. Um, of course, a lot of it. He's the player. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying um, when you're coached by a guy with no defensive scheme who's telling you what to do um, – you see what I'm saying? He's telling yeah. you what to do. Um, he's saying, hey, you need to be in zone when maybe you're a better as a man corner. I think that maybe Jonathan Gannon is more the one that needs to improve, but Darius Slay is definitely going to have to go back to the drawing board. Um, for his age, what he's still able to do is so impressive. And he's oh, such nice. a veteran, a student of the game. That's why he can still excel at his age. Um, and he, I think, is only going to get better this season. So I, I wouldn't be shocked to see him go back to the drawing board, improve on his mistakes, and uh, get better next week. Because at the end of the day, uh, he's a veteran. He's a leader. This team needs him, and uh, one bad day is not going to, you know, disrupt him. I'm going to lie to you. I traded for Terry McLaurin today. <laughs> In my face. That's a good move. <laughs> no, I mean, we're done playing the commies now, so you never have to root against him, I guess, in I a way. I think Slave will bounce back. He's got all the confidence in the world in his game. Uh, he is a ball hawk. He still is one of the best corners in the league. Top 10. I guess, yeah, he's, he's – but here's the thing. You're going to have off games. And I think also he was in the wrong system yesterday. Uh, Jonathan Gannon set him up for failure yesterday. Going in that zone defense, that screwed him up. He wanted to go man with Terry McLaurin. If he went man, I think he totally would have had a better would have had a better outcome against Terry McLaurin for sure. I think so. Yeah. One, yeah. Thank you, Xavier. We appreciate you, dude. Also, we'll still convert you to a 302 as no, an Eagles no, fan at some point. Eagles fan. No, no, but I'll say it. God bless and go birds. Hey, that's a start. Fair that's enough. a start. Let's go. Fair enough. We'll take it. All right. Thank you, Xavier. Have a good night, dude. Thanks. See you, Xavier. All well, right, thank guys. You for burritos. Wait, AJ, I'm so confused. Did you just hit the hit the Black Panther Wakanda thing? I wasn't trying to. I was just doing the X thing. I was not trying to do the Wakanda. I thought my my screen froze, and I thought you were doing that. I was like, dude, is that your thing? Like, I'm kind of confused. No, no. His name's Boston X, and he's throwing up the X because KJ's a Cowboys fan secretly. So he's a Des Bryant guy. He froze. Nothing to do with the Cowboys. And I was like, bro, is he doing the Wakanda? No, 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 no. I did see the movie though. I'm not going to say if it was good or bad. Good stuff. It was great. Anyway, Greg, snake in the bush. Mm. KD, could it happen? Yes, no. I told you to miss me with this, like, in the beginning of the season, and I'm not going to back down from it, dude. Like, this this isn't going to happen. I don't want it to happen. Like, I don't. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. He freezes at the most crucial time. All right, KJ, you you tap in. All right, all right. Let's go. So – I think I know what he was trying to say. He doesn't want anything to do with Kevin Durant. Um, I think we would give up a lot to get Kevin Durant. I kind of remember him talking about it. Um, Tyrese Maxey is way too valuable to give up 
in this kind of trade. And also, I think the Nets really don't trust us right now because they're starting to realize that our buddy, our good friend, Ben Simmons, Bum Simmons, or as they called, they were like, we got Ben 10. Ben 10, he's here. Um, but here's the thing. Yeah, he is. Um, he's trash, and they are starting to realize that. So I don't think this is going to happen. I don't know why. Trash! But that's what the problem is with um, Ben Simmons. That's a problem. I mean, with Kim Durant. I think, um, in my opinion, and I'll let Greg take it after this, because my opinion is short. Like like KJ just said. Just like you. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> there it is. Lay it on me. Why don't you? Um, at the end of the day, though, for KD, um, it would be cool to have him in Philly. I mean, I think that there's the aspect, like, with the union, you know what I mean, where it's like he's an owner in the team. You would think that, like, it would be kind of a good business decision for him to come here. Uh, jersey sales would go crazy, I think, in union and Sixers jerseys. Um, the Sixers kind of have their head up their ass right now as an organization, though. Uh, they got Doc Rivers in for head coach. They are building a stadium in, like, Center City, uh, which is going to be a shit show traffic-wise. They might and, not do it. I mean, they're probably going to do it as of now. Apparently, a lot of people are saying they shouldn't do it. A lot of fans are really, like, protesting. They're trying to say don't do I it. I think all the fans are. I think everybody. The Navy Yard would be kind of cool for a location, and we can get into that in a second. But at the end of the day, um, the Sixers don't have much to offer here. I would not give up somebody like Tyrese Maxey uh, for a guy that could come here for a year or two and then force his way out. That's what really good players do. That's the luxury thing you don't see about these players. Um, some of them, I should say. You get good players like uh, Embiid. He he will retire here. I think even Russell Westbrook, to an extent, is very loyal. Um, he would have died, I think, in OKC. And there's somebody, of course, in here who can get into that. But at the end of the day, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if the Sixers try to make a move for this. I just don't think that they have enough capital to make it happen unless they were to send Maxi in there. Um, I agree with KJ, though, at the end of the day. There's bad blood right now between the Sixers and Nets. Dude, I mean, like, again, I'm sorry my internet cut out, but, like, I said it before and i say it again. Like, I don't want KD here for, like, a couple of reasons. One, getting him here is just going to cost us an arm and a leg. We're going to have to give up Maxi. We're going to have to give up someone else. We're going to have to give up five picks to our future. And so what happens if we don't win this year? You know what I mean? That's a big if with KD, right? Like, he's, he could get injured. Anything could happen. You know? He's not Golden State Warrior KD. He's getting older. And, again, his game is great. I'm not saying his game isn't great. I'm saying that we've seen this over and over again where you get an elite player on a team. And it doesn't just take an elite player. It takes a whole team. You know what I mean? What happens if that elite player gets injured? You're screwed. You know what I mean? So I don't think trading a whole – his contract's too high. You can't trade him anymore. It's going to cost a whole team. He's kind of a rebuild team or get fans in the seats kind of team. Like, unless you're going to have no bench. We saw how that happened for the Timberwolves. They got go there. What happened? They are rated lower than the Jazz that literally jumped shit. You know what I mean? Like, they, it's crazy. So I, I don't I don't like it. I don't, I don't want to trade for KD. It's – it's too much. It's too much of an asking price. I agree 100%. Yeah, I agree. I'm a KD fan through and through since he's been in the league. Uh, but everyone else has said, 
I think he's going to be cost too much um, for us to give up to get him. And like Craig said, he's getting older. He's not the uh, prime KD that we we saw in Oklahoma City or even Golden State. Um, I just don't think it's worth it to get him because I mean our team, yeah, it's it's decent this year. Uh, we have good place. We have good players on the, our bench, uh, PJ Tucker, things like that. So I don't think we need. I don't think this guy's gonna be a make or break for the for the uh, you know winning the uh, NBA Finals. I think we'll see what happens, but I just don't think it's worth getting him here in Philly. It's gonna cost too much for him to come. Saying this in the off season when all y'all wanted him, just remember that now y'all saying the same stuff I am. Let me let me hear. It. I never I never wanted him here. I agree with I you. Wanted I wanted him. Dalt wanted him. I remember. I, did not. I fucking, of course I want him. Are you fucking shitting me? Yeah, I want KD on my basketball team. What do I look like? Amateur hour? I just yeah. don't think that we have enough to get him now. I think that we had enough then. I think that it was different then, our situation. Uh, but shout out to Tony. Uh, RA for me in college and Greg. He uh-huh. was in the chat. And he uh-huh. said, yeah. He said that we should get Seth Curry back. I love that. I'm 100% all for oh, yeah. bringing back Seth Curry. Tony, how you doing? Maybe that would help Doc Rivers keep his job. Dude, Tony, I, I agree with you, dude. Like, Seth would be great to have back. He's another player that's starting up there in age a little bit. But, like, if we could get him on, like, a two-mil, two-year contract or maybe, like, an eight-mil, two-year contract, he would love to come back to Philly. You know what I mean? I would love to have him love to get him back on and playing but um again i think the players we have right now are scrappy enough they're gonna learn and again it's too damn early in the season like i'm not watching every game because every game doesn't matter right now it's gonna matter later on we beat the jazz which we didn't think was gonna be a big thing but it is a big thing because colin sexton is just making that town his thing so like it's it's up in the air it really is all right. Well, Greg, we appreciate you for coming on. Always giving your Sixers insight. You have a good rest of your night and uh, peace. Gonna play some God. Greg, Greg, I'll see you Friday, buddy. And we'll be we'll be cuddling by the fireplace. Okay. Ah, let's go. I'll see you Friday, bro. <laughs> peace. Hey, dude. All right, fellas. Um, kind of a morbid topic. First loss. Preston kind of touched on it earlier. KJ, go ahead and dive right into it. Oh man. Just throw me in a river already. But uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, no, this was a tough pill to swallow, uh, I think, for the whole city of Philly. But um, yeah, the commanders came to win. They really did. I think the main thing that made us the main point that we can take away from this game was that uh, we had a lot of opportunities to win this game. We had a lot of opportunities to take the lead. But um, the thing is, people are blaming the refs, saying, oh, the refs called this call. But I think what people aren't really saying is what happened with Quez Watkins. Um, Jalen Hurts had a wide-open pass to Quez Watkins. It was a great pass. And Quez Watkins gets up, and he doesn't secure the ball. doesn't secure the ball, and the commanders pick it up, and they recover the fumble. And then that's where everything just flipped, and the game was practically over. Uh, but it was a tough loss, and uh, I know commanders fans were off the walls. They were so happy. And they've been going all over my freaking TikTok or, and 302's TikTok as well and harassing the crap out of us saying we're not a good team. Guess what? We are still a good team. There's not going to be another 
17 and 0 team like the Dolphins. Here's the thing: it's just it's, it's gonna be it's gonna take a while. It's gonna take a while. But um, I just didn't think we were gonna be that team, and uh, it is what it is. You know what? We just we're gonna have to bounce back. The defensive line needs to step up because that was one of our weaknesses that really did not. Sh- I mean, we just didn't show up. Defensive line did not show up, and that's why we just got Linval Joseph today. And I think it was a great pickup because we need help. Jordan Davis is out for a little bit. Get as much help as you can get. So I think it was a great move by Howie just to get some guy like Linval Joseph. Yeah, no. Um, so I'm never going to an Eagles game ever again um, because – uh, when You're I the mush. The game, well, I You're was the, the mush. mush. I went to the game and they lost. Um, and like I said earlier, it just seemed like the energy wasn't there. Like the fans had the energy, but the team didn't. Um, and I don't understand why because this is one of the best seasons the Eagles have had in a while. Um, and the fact that we lost to the Commanders is really sad. Um, not the greatest team. They're the bottom of our division right now. Um, and I mean. Granted, I, I'm surprised that they realize that Heineke's the guy. He's not the guy, but he's since he's taken over as quarterback, since Wentz has been injured, they've gone, I think, 4-1 and one, um, in their last five games. So, I mean, he's not nothing special, but the fact that Jordan Davis, I mean, he's it's a killer because we saw them eat us up um, on the run, run game. We couldn't stop the run at all. Um, Jonathan Gannon, I, I don't know what's up with him. I, I've, I hate him sincerely. Like I want him out of the city because we brought pressure in the first quarter, caused a fumble and, and we scored the next drive. Um, so I don't know why, you know, he doesn't realize, yeah, we should probably bring pressure because it happened not all the time I'm saying, but it amounts to something good. Um, Shane Spiking didn't really call a good offensive coordinator game. Um, Jalen Hurts played well. Uh, he made some poor decisions to that ball to A.J. Brown. Um, granted, A.J. Brown's a dog, but don't throw a deep ball in double coverage. Um, and it just, like I said earlier, it's not – I'm not blaming the refs. It's just the Eagles didn't play well. They didn't look like they were the team the week before. Um, so, I just – we need to figure something out. And it – I mean, we're bound to lose a game. Um, so, you know – now we have to recover from this loss and, you know, watch film and see what we did wrong and where we can improve. That's all I got to say. And and there's definitely some film to watch after this Eagles commander's so, loss. What happened? How to lose So James Droz, if you guys know him on TikTok, super famous TikToker, 680 Thor thousand followers james if you're watching this come on our show bro um anyway true legend. yeah eagles what happened i mean it was embarrassing we got our i think it's safe to say we got our ass whooped we got outplayed we are a better team on paper we were at home you got your ass whooped um plain and simple i mean the first half it was just like yeah there were plays and the eagles had that lead but it didn't feel like they were uh, in control of the game is maybe a good way to put it. So really embarrassing, really annoying. I mean, I I would have thought it would have been the Packers. Um, maybe the Colts next week, I think, could also be a dangerous team to knock us off our block. And people are like, why? Well, the reason is you have the Colts, <clears throat> excuse me, 
with a new coach like Jeff Saturday, and he's got something to prove. The team's got something to prove. Um, I don't know. There's just so much that could go wrong for the Eagles. They need to take it one game at a time. Um, but this is definitely not a good first way to lose. Um, it is what it is. We'll bounce back. Um, I mean, it's better, but, it's better to lose to the Commanders than it is to the Cowboys, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes, Commanders that's fans true. are toxic, but not as toxic as Cowboys fans. That is very factual. If we I lose mean, on Christmas Eve, I'm going to be so sad. I think we got Christmas. it. I will I feel think. like the freaking Grinch after that. Speaking of... We heard Goddard's extended time. I think it came out today. It's like four weeks or something. So hypothetically, what is it? It's week nine right now. Uh, four weeks. I mean, he'll be back in time for the playoffs. But at this point, this this provides a lot of opportunity for a young tight end. It could be Calcaterra uh, or it could be Jack Dorden's boy, Jack Stoll. And speaking of... Jack Dorden. Time for everybody's favorite part of the show, 302 Trivia, with your host, Jack Dorden, the mayor of Delaware. Thank you, uh, Fans Football Talk, for sponsoring that. Um, this week's question we got for trivia is, who was the head coach of the Eagles when they won the 1960 NFL Championship game? Again, who was the head coach of the Eagles when they won the 1960 NFL Championship game? Um... I mean, I saw somebody in the comments answer it because uh, it was in the ticker. Uh, but we'll give the actual answer uh, towards the end of the show tonight. So, uh, again, thank you, Fantasy Football Talk, for sponsoring that. Fantasy Football Network, but thank you. Whatever. Same difference. It is what it is. They they do a ton for us, though. We appreciate them, as always. I, uh, it's sad to see this guy injured. But uh, Grant Calcaterra, um, I guess it was against the, the commanders, actually, the first week or third week, whatever we played them. He had a 41-yard touch or 41-yard pass. Um, I think gr- both Grant Cafeteria and uh, Jack Stoll need to step it up um, because having Goddard um, not there is going to be painful for us. Um, but I think this rookie Grant Grant Cafeteria can you know step put his put on Goddard's shoes and uh, show up. Um, we're going to need to rely on him a lot. So. Greg Cafeteria, please uh, do well. <laughs> yeah, I think they're going to show up. I really do. I think they're going to have a limited role. It's not going to be – they're not going to be as reliable as Dallas Goddard, obviously. I mean, that's some big shoes to fill. That's a top three tight end in the league, straight up, in my opinion. And I think in a lot of insiders' opinions as well. Um, just the, the athleticism that he has, I mean, that's a, just a huge loss for the Eagles – and um, Calcachera is going to have to step up. Stoll is going to have to step up. And um, they seem like more of, I would say, blocking tight ends. But they're going to have to be more of a Dallas-Goddard kind of hybrid. And they're going to have to step up for sure. So can't wait to see what they can do. And I just think that Jalen is going to try and use his wide receivers a little bit more because he doesn't have that trust with Grant and Jack Stoll yet. But um, we'll see what kind of players they are made of. Uh, the, these next couple next couple weeks because uh, Dallas is going to be out for a good amount of time. I mean, if you guys really think about it, uh, the Eagles tight ends are, you know, a mirror image of each other. We start with Brent Selleck, then we got Dallas Goddard, and then we got Jack Stoll and Grant Calcaterra. So if that trend continues – They have a tight – Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's going to be good for us for sure. Yeah, I think they got a lot of potential. I really do think these guys can really um, – I don't know if they could be a Zach Ertz or a Dallas Goddard or Brett Seller. Zach Ertz, fuck. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. But I think they got potential for sure, and this is a great opportunity for both of them to show that they could be – they could also be tight ends for the Eagles in the future, and not just Dallas Goddard, but they could also be on this team as well. Oh, for sure. Don't worry about yeah. you. Um. Thank you. I mean, I, I just, at the end of the day, I, I'm a Calcaterra guy. I liked him when we drafted him. It's nothing against Jack Stoll. It's just see what you have with the, see what you have with both of them, honestly, the next couple of weeks. Let both guys go out there. Let them both get reps. Um, you're eight and one. So there's no better time to see what you have right now, depth wise, going into the playoffs. So go out there, get some reps, um, see what it's like to be a Philadelphia Eagle. Maybe bring Brent Selleck into the locker room. He's in the area. Bring him by one uh, one time before the game. Talk to him. And uh, I don't know. I think that there's a lot of good things to come for the Eagles. I honestly wonder, and I'm not even trying to jinx it, uh, feel terrible for Zach Ertz, his season-ending injury. <clears throat> yeah, prayers up to him. Um, I wonder if now he ends up, in a way, back in a Philadelphia Eagles uniform. Um, knock on wood. Wednesday, November 16th, me saying this, but I wonder if there's a way now that like he's a little bit older in his career. Um, it's a tough injury. Maybe him and the Cardinals part ways. And I think we all know that he's going to probably retire in midnight green. So maybe he says, I want to go back for another year. If the Eagles are really good this year, I want to go play with Jalen. It's not necessarily about the money. Who knows? But moving on now, speaking of somebody else who was here in the Super Bowl run, Frank Reich's out, as we spoke about earlier, this season's uh, opponent. And Jeff Saturday, uh, I guess the center, is in. So why don't we give it to the center first? Uh, J-Do. Yeah, no, outside of a, I have a buddy who's a Colts fan, and I was with him last weekend. Um, and I'm like, how are you feeling about this Jeff Saturday pickup? And his response was, it's unorthodox. I wasn't expecting him to be a, the coach, uh, but I'm liking what he does. Um, you know, it's nice to have a coach who is unpredictable. Um, I'm, and are they one and one since he's, he's taken over or do they, I think that they're one and oh, I think this was his, I think he was literally coaching a high school team last week and now they just beat the hold on Las Vegas Raiders. Um, and they're, they've been kind of asked this year, they're two and seven, but I mean, you go out and you beat a team with Devontae Adams and Derek Carr. And and Josh Jacobs, there's something to be said for that. Yeah, and, and I mean, you know, Frank Wright, I guess what he was like his Hail Mary when he started, what's his face? Sam Howell or whatever, whatever. Uh, what's, what's his name? Um, who's the quarterback that took over for Matt? Yeah, uh, Matt yeah whatever his name was. Yeah, that I was like a Hail Mary, like, hey, we'll put this guy in. And then as soon as that happened, he was fired. Um, but – I think Jeff Saturday really knows how to run that offense because, like we all said, he played offensive lineman for the Colts. Um, and I think this season the Colts has been struggling on the O-line a lot this year, uh, missing blocks, things like that. So I think that's a good thing for them. Um, and he really trusts in Jeff, and, uh, Matt Ryan. Um, so I think this is going to be a good game. I think the Eagles are going to win handedly. Um, they're going to be pissed for losing their 8-0 streak to a division rival. Um, so they're going to take this win. 
Um, it's not going to be a, it's not going to be a, a wash. It's going to be uh, 31 to 28. I think it's going to be a field goal. Um, I think, you know, Jack Stowe's going to have a touchdown. Um, and I think Calcaterra is going to have a decent game. Um, and I mean, the Colts defense isn't that great. And I think, and they don't really run that much. So, and Darius Leonard just is out for the season now too. And that's a huge loss for them. Right. And I think, you know, our defense needs to step it up. I think Jonathan Gannon is going to realize, yeah, wow. Like the way I call that game last time was a play. It was a shitty job. Um, so oh, wow, I'm is, ass at defensive coordinator. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I think it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a nail-biter. Um, but if the Eagles come out flat like they did um, against the Commanders, even though they, they didn't come out flat, they just didn't have the energy that we are used to seeing, um, I think this is going to be a win for them, and we're going to beat them in the Indy. So it's my opinion. Uh the Eagles are going to win this game, but what I'm going to say is this is going to be a close game. This is going to be a game, I think, very similar to the Lions game. <clears throat> and I think if you guys remember in that game, the Eagles looked really good in the first half, right? And then the second half came around and they kind of started to lose their lead. They took their uh, pedal off the metal, per se. And uh, at the end of the day, I mean, when you're playing a team like the Colts with Jeff Saturday, you they just look. The Raiders are two and seven, like we talked about, maybe two, seven and one um, is what I saw. But at the end of the day, I mean, if you look at their roster, you look at their story, you look at all the shit that's going on in that organization in the past year. um, You're just kind of like, okay, that doesn't really tell their story. They're a gritty team, too. So I actually give the I thought the Colts were going to lose that game. Um, So I'm actually a little bit nervous, too, because that game is on the road. Um. I think that the Eagles need to start off hot, but like the Lions game, you need to learn from your mistake and not take your pedal off the metal. And if that means you need to run the ball, run the ball. The problem is, and Nick Sirianni talked about this today in his press conference, the word is out. The Eagles uh, can't really stop the run. That's why I think getting this defensive tackle today, uh, what's the guy's name? Sorry, Linval, I'm drawing a Linval Joseph. Linval Joseph, longtime Viking, exactly. Um, why? Yeah, exactly. A a, a good player in his time. That's why I think it's a decent signing because Jordan Davis went down. That was a massive loss. Uh, and Josh even texted me. He said, make sure you highlight that. How much of a loss Jordan Davis is for going against this run game. That was maybe what was the band aid on the problem is a good way to put it. I think Kaiser white and TJ Edwards have been decent this year but I still think that there's a lot more that they could and should be doing personally. Um, and that's why maybe it's time for N'Kobe Dean, the uh, birdie to fly. Uh, oh, I thought N'Kobe Dean was going to be starting this year. I like, thought so. Yeah. Look, I'm he not the coach. We have, we, have fucknut, we have fucknut there, Jonathan Gannon up there calling the shots. So, look, you know me, dude. I would have. Love to put Nicobe Dean out there. Give him the green dot. Let him make his mistakes. But fuck nuts out there calling the uh, I mean, defense. So. Nicobe Dean caused a pretty uh, important penalty, uh, needless to say, on Monday. So, yeah, this is going to be a tough game for the Eagles. I really think they need to focus on the run. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, I know he's had an off season, but I think Jonathan Taylor is going to come out aggressive. And I think Jeff Saturday – right now is studying the Eagles run defense, seeing how they got exposed by the Washington 
commanders. And uh, seeing how they could also expose us, uh, I think a great running back to do that is Jonathan Taylor. He's got great talent. We saw it last year. He should have probably been one of the rookie of the years. Um, but, yeah, he's a great player. we got to watch out for him. And I think with Linval Joseph added on this roster, I mean, it's his first week as an Eagle. He's not going to be thrown into the Wolves yet. I don't think he's going to be there starting. But – and they'll give him some time, but he needs to get acclimated with this team. He needs to get into the system, even though Jonathan Gannon's system might suck and it might make no sense and he has no blueprint to what the heck he's even doing. But it's going to be – back to what Jack was saying, it's going to be a close game. I, I think the good thing is that Jalen Hurts, what separates him from Carson Wentz is Carson Wentz would dwell on certain losses, especially after the whole injury thing happened with him. With Jalen Hurts – he doesn't dwell on injuries. He moves on. He literally does. I mean, he's said this before. We're going we're gonna to look at this, and we're going to not look back, and we're just going to flush it. We're going to flush it and move on. I think that's what Jalen Hurts is going to do. He's going to have a good game. He's going to come out aggressive, trying to use what he can use best, and that's his running ability as well. But then also trying to use his receivers because we do not have Dallas Goddard, and hopefully he's really getting that one-on-one -on -one time with A.J. Brown and gain that one-on-one -on -one time with Devontae Smith, maybe even Quez Watkins, and try and get Quez Watkins' confidence back. Because I think right now, Quez Watkins could be in his head like, oh, my God. He just had a I'm decent like game, though. What's up? He just had a somewhat decent game before yeah. that last. Yeah, he had a great – Quez Watkins had a great game. But here's the thing, though. He is one of the reasons we did lose, but it's okay. It's fine. But I think right now his shoulders are heavy and he's like, oh, my gosh, like I just maybe just screwed the game up for us. I need to I need to step up. And I think Jalen's like, it's all right. I trust in you. And we'll get back on track. And the Eagles have a better bounce back game. But Jeff Saturday is confident right now. Came off a 1-0 start after taking over this team. I hope he doesn't have the success that like Rob Thompson has had for the Phillies, but I don't think it's going to happen. So. Um, but yeah, I think the Eagles will bounce back. They will get the win. They will win with a score of 35 to, I will say it's going to be close 35 to 31. I think we will win by four points. So I think it'll be a good, it'll be a decent win for them, but it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. All right. Um, that's pretty much all we got for you guys before we head out tonight. Time for everybody's favorite part of the show, 302 Trivia, with your host, Jack Dorton, the mayor of Delaware. Thanks again, Fantasy Football Network. I appreciate the sponsor. Uh, tonight's question of the, of the week was, um, who was the head coach for the Eagles uh, when they won the 1960 NFL Championship game? Again... Who was the head coach of the Eagles when they won the 1960 NFL championship game? And the answer is, drum roll, please. Buck Shaw. I did not know that. I've never even heard that name before. Yeah, yeah just, just, just tonight. So, uh, but it's crazy because somebody answered that um, pretty handedly within the first five minutes of the uh, of the show. So. They, they Shit! Yeah. When we get bigger one day, we're going to do something like if you're the first person to get it when we have enough money, 
We'll give you a T-shirt. The first person so, in the chat to get the question right. Yeah, we'll also Talk. get a T-shirt, Cannon, guys, a virtual one where we can shoot it out to you, and it comes right outside the screen. And you catch it like this. Oh, all right, I got the shirt right here. Thank you so much. Three hundred two. Thank you, uh, thank you, Conrad Joseph, for answering that correctly. He was the guy that answered it on Facebook. Yes, uh, true, Conrad. Thank you so much. Again, uh, shame that Zeb's not here. He just got back from uh, West Virginia, but um, in, his, in his absence. Zep, it's an outro, not an intro. Hit that outro. Thank you, guys. And one thing real quick, Jack, before we end. Uh, guys, KJ's Court Tees are live now. I'm updating uh, black hoodies, black tees, all that shit. You already know. Thank you, Jackson. Let's go.